Welcome to episode 38 of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastBot, TuneIn, and Spotify. So I'm Sean. I'm Nye. What's up, y'all? All right. So now what are we calling this episode? Lions and tigers are late front. Oh, shit. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to shout out to our listeners in Australia. Good day. Oi, you're going, mate. Whatever y'all say <laughs> out there. But we thank you for listening. So, all right, getting right into the ratchet minute. What we got? You know, Meek Mill was like my man going strong for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. But he, so he made this statement that for 2019, he wants women to put up the lace fronts. <laughs> he doesn't want us to and wear do wigs what? anymore. <laughs> he doesn't want us to wear wigs anymore. <laughs> and, and do so, what? Well, well, a couple days later. I don't want to know. No, a couple days later, Peter Thomas from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. He was married to um that that model, whatever her name is. Um, Wait. Oh, oh, yes. I can't think yeah, of her name. Me either. Uh, uh, Cynthia. Cynthia. Cynthia Bailey. Yeah, he was married to her. So he went on Instagram. And uh, went on a little rant about how he doesn't like it when dark-skinned women wear blonde hair. Because we, we, his opinion really matters. I need both of them to sit the fuck down. Take several seats, please. Who asked you? I think the whole thing with Meek is, I don't know if that's something, is that a jab at, um, at Nikki with the, with the blonde hair? Is that? Well, Peter Thomas said that he oh, okay. just talked about the the wigs. But I found it so interesting that they these men always have a comment. They always put their two cents on what women should be doing, you but know, never ever check what men should be doing. I don't understand. Real. I just I all, really don't understand that. All of this, all them peasy hairs they got going around. I'm, and I, I'm my sentiments exactly like. Why y'all worried? Why y'all worried? And it's a, it really is a preference, you know, to Meek Mill. If that's if that's your preference, that's a thing. But I, you know, to me, hair is like changing your underwear. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if that's what you want to embrace, you know, to today I might feel like, um, you know, I might be Nicki Minaj, and then tomorrow I might be Condoleezza Rice, and it all you just look at my hair and tell. So but you know, to me, I just feel like it's it's it's, it's black women bashing, but not on a low, you know? Um, yeah. I, I don't appreciate it because if you look, you know, um, if you look through their Instagram or through their videos, whatever, Meek Milk, all his women that are, women. Women are light and wavy, if they're even black, they're light and wavy. I, I see it, you know, so you know, it's, it's I, hypocritical. It's very hypocritical. I just, I think it's just, it just it's just bashing black women. It's black women hate and mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. At all, so That's please, all. um, we don't need your opinions, y'all. Whatever. Yeah. You, you, I don't know if, if that's a if you, maybe. If you, want, if you don't want us wearing lace front wigs, then your men should not be wearing lace front wigs. You, which is what I would. <laughs> did you see the the picture of genuine? Now, genuine is is near and dear to me. You know, like he represents the era that you know of of R and B that I love. So, and I think he has aged very well. I remember he used to have these. Did, didn't we go to a party or something out in Maryland one time? It was at his house. Do you were you there? I don't remember. I don't I know. Know. Yeah, I know, right? It's all a blur, blur. But um, so he has posted pictures on his Instagram with this 
um, a finely curated, very full beard. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? I have. I have. <laughs> it, it almost looks like it's it's a it's 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 so perfect, mm -hmm. but it's a little crooked too. Mm -hmm. And the thing that kind of threw me off is like, you know, it's his personal Instagram. So like, the picture from yesterday, he had no facial hair, <laughs> and then today <laughs> he got a bush. I just there's this um there's this Instagram that I follow called called Joe Button Fits. I know you put me on to it, and I died. They rip apart Joe Button. So they did a post um, with Genuine and this fucking beard he has. And the post says, Genuine was an absolutely disgusting start to 2019. He got the fake Joe Button starter kit on, mesh beaters <laughs> and, and fake beards. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on his beige couch. He gonna get all the beijing all over this couch. <laughs> but Sean, do you remember a couple episodes ago, you said you like lace front beards. I, I did. What I said was, I am not, I, it's not a complete and total turnoff. Like, get it, get it how you live. So, because, you know, I'm saying they're doing some amazing, you know, spellbinding <laughs> things today in, the, in these days. In these days and times with the hair and, and the, the facial hair as well for men too. Like, I've seen vacuum cleaners hooked up to a man's head and put a whole afro on his head so it's amazing i'm you know i'm not i'm not one to knock it um i like magic hair just as well so as long as it's it, it as long as it looks good i mean it doesn't look bad on him but it definitely doesn't look real yeah it's, it's very it's you know and he's of a particular age so i know he has some grays in there <laughs> i know he does it's, it's black it's, it's very black it's very very black it is aging <laughs> black <laughs> but I'm, but I'm not like I'm not completely turned off by it. Like it actually, like it, you know, I am. Like, I am. I don't. I can't. I can't get with it. I can't. I, I would, and I love beards. I love thick beards, but I would take a struggle beard over this any day. Really? Because I, I, I mean, that you know, sometimes it doesn't connect, and it, it's a little. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. I. I'm just wow. Okay with it. So you no. so you don't like the Beijing, you know, when they when they fill it in with the magic marker, you don't no, like that? No, because I'm a hair person. My hair, you know, when I'm dating a guy, my hand is always in their hair, always, always in their beard. I'm just playing with their hair all the time. I don't want no black shit all over my hands. <laughs> I don't want their lace front to start peeling up. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I I don't think it looks bad. Um you know, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not totally against it. I'm not, this, I'm not a fan. You know, but this this just goes to show as much as they can hate on it, look how they doing it. Y'all want y'all want it too? I've actually watched some videos of them putting this hair and stuff on, and it's actually it's amazing. It's it, a it's magic. It, it turns them into like uh from old daddy to sugar mm, from old dirty bastard to Nas or something. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 it can transform a look. I can't even lie. It does transform a look. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You don't like. I like. Moving on. Thanks. Where are we at? So, all right. So moving on along to uh, to this fiasco <laughs> that um, was was uh, catered by uh, or was, was put on by 45. 
Mm. So for the college football champs, Clemson Tigers, um, the White House hosted them for dinner and he served them hamburger, hamburgers. I don't even know <laughs> from how to where? Say it. From McDonald's? From McDonald's, from Wendy's. It was just a fast food feast. <laughs> <laughs> served, on good, served on good fine china. He didn't he didn't took out the break front. <laughs> Mama's good china. <laughs> and the, the the real fucked up part about it is he didn't even take it out the boxes. <laughs> what? He had to like put them on. All of it is tacky. All of it is tacky. For I don't care how you look at it, but it's even more tacky. They were like stacks of like Big Macs and and, and double burgers, and still in the the, the packages from these fast fast food places. This is just, you know, it just it's it's totally befitting of of who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like garbage. Just, just garbage. Just quarter pounders and filet of fish and chicken nuggets with dipping sauces. And I know they even made them anymore. They make quarter pounders still? I haven't been to McDonald's in years, but I tell you what, uh, I used to fuck up a filet of fish. Man. <laughs> well, no, my thing was the Burger King um, chicken, the chicken sandwich. Oh, that was uh, before I became wokish. <laughs> that was my shit. So before the happened, he told mm-hmm. reporters, "I think we're gonna serve McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger Kings and some pizza." And I really Ooh. mean it. It would be interesting. I think it's their favorite food. What? I think it's the food they can afford. I'm not coming to the. I could do that shit on my own. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just you know, I just. But I have one question. Like, um, did they serve Taco Bell too? No, <laughs> I don't think they did. <laughs> no Taco Bell, huh? <laughs> no run for the border. No, none of that. None of that. So terrible, man. Terrible. Awful. You know, he ended the his remarks saying, "You know, we need more border security. We have to have it. No doubt about it. It should have happened thirty years ago, twenty years ago, ten years ago, and it's gonna happen now." This, this, okay. All right. This, All right. Yeah, and so the, the reason he said he served this because he paid for it out of his pockets because of the shutdown. Motherfucker, I'm so sick. Of, okay, all right. We, but real quick, there was this meme uh, on Instagram. You gonna call them memes, okay? Not memes. What's a meme? Whatever. A meme. <laughs> so there was this meme that um I forget the little cartoon character that they made black, and he's always mad looking out the window. Yes. Right. So one had a, like a, a Wendy's outfit or whatever. He was like, "How many fo fo foes y'all want?" <laughs> <laughs> I died. Okay. I died. <laughs> fo fo foes. <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right. All right. Twitter, black internet, y'all will never be defeated. I swear. Man, when I tell you, like my life has has really changed for the better. <laughs> if it ain't, if it wasn't for black Twitter and and black IG, we the, <laughs> I don't know. God, how damn it, <laughs> know what I would do. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. But sometimes I can. Mm. All right. All right. Moving on. Where where are we? All right. We're at the woke. Damn it, we got here so fast. <laughs> I'm not done. Hey. All right, all right, all right. Uh, in keeping with trying to bring our listeners the ratchet and the woke. So, all right, we still we talking about number 45. So, um, I want to talk on talk on the government shutdown. We are now in day 28 
which was wow. a really good vampire movie, y'all. Um, this has now been the longest government shutdown in U.S. history. All because this number 45 wants to build an almost $6 billion wall between the U.S. and Mexico border and will not approve the new budget because the budget does not include this motherfucking wall. So this is where we are. We are now at this impasse and um, he has just tweeted. So this just lets you know, you know where he's at. He said, quote, never seen the Republican Party so unified. It's no cave on the issue of border and national security. So what does this mean for everyone? Well, now we have it. It's all it's if the numbers to me are almost like a million. So we're talking about federal workers who are, are affected. Um, some of them have been forced to go back to work without pay. So now we're talking about angry individuals who are now being forced to go to work. That's Border Patrol, some of the FBI, Homeland Security, the IRS. You know, this affects us on a larger scale than I think anyone really realizes. I mean, we're talking about the federal courts. They're now backlogged. I was reading somewhere where um, 40,000 immigration cases have been postponed or delayed. And um, now they're talking about new court dates that are years away. So that's that's one issue. Mm -hmm. um, tax refunds, which you know, has been kind of up in the air. They don't want to put this whole national US, uh, US panic out. But basically, tax uh, tax refunds will be delayed. There's, you know, how they're going to be processed in light of this government shutdown is beyond me. But I mean, let's be real. Um, I was also talking to a client of mine and he was even saying, you know, he a, owns a dealership and how if this shutdown doesn't turn around fast, he said, you know, I'll lose my business because he depends on, you know, people buying cars with their refund checks, which mm -hmm. is, you know, that's, it's a big business. So refund checks are delayed. Are they not coming? We're mm -hmm. talking about everything down the drain. Um, and I even look at, if you look at the car industry, to me, it's just a smaller scale of the mortgage industry. So you have people who are out of work, not being able to pay their bills, not being able to pay their mortgages. I mean, this is, this is, this is all for a fucking wall. I, I'm just, uh, you know, a, a, wall, a wall that only covers a, a small piece of the United States. Like there's you know what I'm saying? All, all the whole other part of the U.S. that's exposed. And you <laughs> like, think I, I'm just it, it, it. This is it's mind boggling to me and it blows my mind. Like, do you think these people will catapult over the wall? with a with a stick or or dig underneath it just it doesn't and i don't i don't understand what a what a six is 5.7 billion dollars what a 5.7 billion dollar wall would would ever look like and how it's supposed to be effective with this and you know keep it real as as much as you know we are such a a, a drug-based society mm -hmm. let them let them build a wall and and let let these drugs stop being smoked in the United States and see what happens. How America's uh, gonna go over there? Like your cocaine is about to get hella expensive. <laughs> <laughs> hella expensive for real. You 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 putting in, you putting in embargoes on cocaine? You think you think Americans, real America? You think that's gonna happen? I mean, it's just the 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 audacity of yeah, this. Audacity. You know, and the thing um, is, is that you know a, a wall is so ancient. You know what I mean? A wall, a wall, up, a, a wall. You know, when there's a will, there's a way. When you, when people are trying to fight for their, fighting for their lives and fighting for a better way, you think a wall is gonna get in their way? I see people scale a wall, like wall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Spider Man. It's just, 
this is this is this is unreal. But the effects of this is crazy. You know, I was just I'm I'm looking at this. They're talking about food stamps could be affected. So mm -hmm. they got enough to run to like January, end of February. School lunches could be affected. You know, um, housing is going to be affected. People of, getting evicted. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Then um, I was reading somewhere, which is this is interesting because a lot of the government, um, a lot of the government. Um, when they talk about cybersecurity, a lot of these contracts are, they're contracted out to independent contractors. So now that those are gone, what do you think is happening mm -hmm. um, with cybersecurity, different, you know, different, oh my God, even I was looking at the FDA. So these are the people that are supposed to inspect our food. They've stopped some of the food inspections. Yeah. So, and mm. TSA, like these people are not getting paid. <laughs> you think you, you can you imagine somebody said you got to come to work, but you're not gonna get your check until all of this blows over. And what kind of work you're gonna do? On top of that, that's putting people in in, in a strange predicament because it's gonna be easier to smuggle shit. You know, I'm you not gonna pay, but you're gonna give me a look a couple dollars under the table to let you slide through TSA. Thank um, you. What you think is gonna happen? Thank you. Thank you. So. <laughs> You know, I, I think Cardi B said it best. She said, you know, this shit is fucking crazy over a fucking wall. She made a very good point when, you know, she was talking about how people point to Obama, you know, when we had the government shut down during his um, time in office. I think it lasted 17 days, but that was over health care. She said, mm -hmm. so so your grandma could check her blood pressure. You bitches could go to check your pussy in the gynecologist's <laughs> office with right. no motherfucking problem. I mean, that was that was the reason behind it. You know, this country is a hellhole. And she said, I'm scared. And, you know, I look. You know, me and my conspiracy theorist mind and all kind of things. But this to me is just it is the precursor to a civil war. You know, I believe number it. 45 has always wanted to enact martial law. And this mm -hmm. is the, the weather is just right mm -hmm. for this to happen. If if this government shutdown doesn't end soon, um, we are going to see it. I mean, just the idea that people are not getting paid. Yeah, that I that, that are not getting paid, and then that some of them are not getting paid, but have been forced to go back to work. Can yeah. you imagine the energy that is created? Mm -hmm. Because from... if they don't go back, they won't get their back pay. It's it's Ooh. insane. And you know, Nancy Pelosi um just drafted a very elegant letter saying that mm -hmm. if you do not end this, basically what she said, if you don't end this, you can't do your State of the Union address. <laughs> Thank and you. Then, and then he retorted, it was it was some ridiculous um letter saying i guess she was scheduled to go to europe on like a uh, a press run and he said you know um she can't use uh um, yeah i think it was afghanistan they were supposed to go yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so she has to fly commercial but she's she had already canceled the trip anyway you know and it's i read the letter that he wrote and it who who i know he dictates it. i know he doesn't write it himself but i know he dictates it how does he determine which words get capitalized and which words don't? There's like no rhyme or reason. Because I'm like, that's it's like, that's like I, one I, of the first things you learn when you learn how to, to, to write and read and stuff. You learn what should be capitalized and what shouldn't be capitalized. Yeah, well, I mean, look who we're talking about, though. Like, it, it's, uh, it just, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I, I'm just, I'm scared. I am scared, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to embody that, that feeling of fear, but I think, you know, we're looking at this like, okay, it's, it's a government shutdown. A lot of people don't feel like they're affected, but this, it's going to reverberate this, even the detriment of, if this was to end today, the effects of this is so grave. Um, you know, so, and there's no end in sight. We don't have it. We don't have an end. And this is all yeah. over a wall. A wall. This is all over a wall.
Yeah. You know, I read an article, um, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he's actually going to offer unemployment benefits to some of the TSA workers, which is... I heard about that. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. How long did that last? You know, how how long is that going to last? They were talking about, you know, security checkpoints. They're understaffed. So mm-hmm. you, you're right. We Smuggling and, and payoffs and. <laughs> you gonna give me what to do what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to do is what? Okay. Okay. I, I, yep. <laughs> don't say, don't say we didn't say it. So, you know, this is, this is grave. And I think when we talk about martial law, you know, that mm-hmm. to me that, you know, understanding like that's when the government, the military takes over right. to reign, you know, mm-hmm. and <sighs> we, we're not prepared for that in no way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was, I was looking at something, you know, just, you know, the, the sadness of it being in this position. I wish I, I used to hate this off topic, but kind of on topic when I was younger, the idea of living on a farm was the craziest thing to me. Like, who would want to live on a farm? You know, even granted, my grandmother, may she rest in peace, she lived on a farm. My, you know, my family, I could never understand, like, why would you want to do that? Now, in this day and age, with mm-hmm. all that is happening, and you got number 45 serving up uh, Big Macs and, and uh, Quarter Pounders in the White House, we need to be able to be Peter. self-sufficient right. in that way. Yep. You know, I'm, I, and so I want to, it's just an idea in the making, but I want to start some sort of farming collective mm-hmm. um, to, you know, so that we're able to, because I wouldn't know the first thing about growing my own food. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot, there's, there's, there's quite a few of those collectives that are in like pockets around the country. So I'm pretty sure they have one down. Um, yeah, I need to tap, I need to yeah. tap into it because this just has me thinking, you know, when they're talking about the FDA is not going to be able to, you know, they're not inspecting food on on a certain level and I'm looking at Big Mac. increase of like um, um, food recalls over the past couple. Um, couple yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. you see that happening? So, and this, and it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I think we, we need to come up with a plan as a people to be more self-sufficient, you know, in if something were to happen, you know, even a cyber attack would take us out right now. Yeah. And we're so open, you know, we ass out with, with, with what's going on right now. So, <laughs> Um, this is a continuing conversation because I really, you know, it, I'm, I'm scared, but it's also, it's, I want to be active and be proactive because this is, I can't believe we're talking about a wall, you know, we, we're yeah. at the brink of, uh, a civil war because of a wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. All right. Moving on. What, what, um, Oh, does it get, it gets any worse. All right. So I wanted to just talk about uh, this guy, Ed Buck, and the issue of the two dead black men that were found in his apartment. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So um, last year, actually it was 2017, the summer of 2017, a 26-year-old black man by the name of Jamel Moore um, died from an apparent methamphetamine overdose in Ed Buck's apartment. Ed Buck is this uh, democratic LGBT philanthropist that's pretty well known in the LA scene. Um, He's given money to uh, various organizations. Um, Other than that, I don't know too much about him other than, you know, he's a proponent of uh, gay rights. Um, Anyway, it was reported at the time that 
more of Moore's death, that Moore had a diary or a journal, so to speak. And he just talked about how this white guy, Ed Buck, would drug young black gay men. Um, that was his thing, that he had this thing of, you know, wasn't necessarily about sexual intercourse, but he liked to dress up in um, sports gear and he'd bring men to his apartment and he'd like to drug them. And, you know, meth intravenously is like, from what I understand, it's it's like worse than any drug you can you can mm. inject mm. because you're immediately hooked. So um, that uh, that death of Mr. Moore was it doesn't even sound like it was fully investigated and no charges were brought against Ed Buck at the time. Well, um, as of a couple of weeks ago, another death happened at the same apartment, um, this time to a black man by the name of Timothy Dean. I believe he's about 50 years old. He was found naked on a mattress in the center of Buck's living room. Um, so Timothy Dean, I believe he had worked at Lord and Taylor I'm sorry, or, or Neiman Marcus, one of the stores, he was well known in the LGBT community, mm -hmm. um, black man. And um, so this is this is what's going on. No charges, of course, have been bought against Ed Buck. Um, at the time, he had what I thought was a very uh, was a prepared statement immediately by his attorney that, you know, um, no foul play was going on, which is ludicrous, because how do you have two black men show up in your apartment dead? and not there's no foul play involved so right. um you know this is just another instance to me of white privilege white men taking advantage of young black men in a community mm -hmm. um and it's not really being talked about mainstream there have been no criminal charges brought against this man um and this this is the state of where we are so what do you think about this um you know i i, I, I it was, of course, it's, it's disgusting, but it's it's deliberate because he knows that you know who's really going to invest investigate gay black men being murdered and killed. Mm -hmm. Who's who? Who really? Who who cares? Basically, is is, um, is my thought is my thought. You know, and the people who do care, you don't have any power. Yeah. So I'm 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 hoping that. Um, I mean, it's people unfortunate. Really sick and have really demented and, and sick fantasies. People you are just, know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's there's so much video and pictures of mm -hmm. what went on in this in this Ed Bucks and his home. So you can see it. You know, I mean, it's I mean, it looked like a crack then to me. And, you know, he's Imagine sitting there. In the living room, I'm like, what? what, what? Yeah. He's standing <laughs> with the with, you know, uh, a, a red tank top or muscle shirt on. This mm -hmm. is Ed, Ed Buck. And um. You know, clearly he's talking to to uh, someone trying to put a needle in their arm. I mean, there's 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 oh. video of this. So, mm -hmm. you know, Black Lives Matter. This is this is what is showing. So hopefully there will be um, extensive investigation and he will be brought up on on charges um, for being a, a, a this is a he's a predator, a sexual yeah. predator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disgusting. So yeah. All right, moving right. on. We are we have the right to change gears, and right now, <laughs> I think we need to. <laughs> please, please, without without any further ado, we are at the weekend. D. Thank you. All right, let me get on to it. So, let me get to this letter. My man and I have been together for 10 years and we have two children together. We have always had an active sex life and was very spontaneous and satisfying. On a scale of one to 10, it was a solid nine, 10. I've always wanted to go to a sex party and I finally convinced my man to go. I have a voyeur voyeuristic side to me and I thought I was gonna love it. 
but it was the complete opposite. I hated it so much. Mm. Um, I was very uncomfortable and it creeped me out. He, on the other hand, loved it. Um, we went a few more times, but after the last one, I told him I had no interest in going back, which means he can't go back. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> this is a we. This is what we doing. <laughs> um, he agreed, and that was that. Fast forward a few months ago, I noticed a charge on the bank statement from the same place. Apparently, Ooh. he never stopped going. I told him I saw the charge, and, and he admitted that he still goes, and he doesn't want to stop. And I asked mm-hmm. who he was going with, and he really wouldn't give me an answer. He just says he he goes to watch. I don't know what to do. I've never snooped through his personal things, but I need to know. We've never had any issues of infidelity, um, but I have a feeling that he's meeting up with someone there, and I just kind of don't really know where to go from here or what I should do. Ooh. <laughs> and you, you want to ask us? <laughs> Very... It's a very somber time right now. Right. <laughs> like what? Now, okay, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. So mm-hmm. I'm I've I'm never really been uh, an advocate of snooping through people's things. However, what? however, okay, however, no, I don't. I mean, I I, I have done it under a, an extreme you know circumstance, but mm-hmm. as a regular thing, no, per- personal is personal. But in this situation, I'm like I'm gonna have to know. Because first you you broke a um um a promise we said we weren't gonna go back. And then I, you know, I don't feel he's being like I, I don't know how you go and watch sex and not want to have sex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's so I would have to know, are, you know, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? My the trust is broken because you know he's already said that um he wouldn't go and you found out he he has been going. So right there, the trust has been broken. So I really wouldn't believe what he's saying. So I, I would, I would have to find out, um, you know, what's going on here. What's, what's, what's the deal. Mm. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, this is a very, it's a, how can I say this? Once you open that door, you know, to allowing other people in your relationship, you know, you, to me, you don't really have control too much control over that door you've you've mm-hmm. rested you've given up control over who comes in and out because you've opened that door already and this is why i said it's a i have look i, I practiced divorce law for many years and one of the things you know that was like number one on the list is when you allow somebody into your marriage mm-hmm. you got to take the good with the bad you got to it's it's the in and out because now she's turned off by it mm-hmm. not interested in doing it anymore mm-hmm. and you know, you you open that Pandora's box, and yeah. he still wants to get in that box. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, it doesn't. She doesn't really specify um, whether or not they were just going to look and maybe have sex with each other, or if they invited other people. I don't know that part of it, but but you're right. You you're still kind of inviting other people into your, your yeah. Mix. I mean, she said I have a voyeuristic side. I wanted to go to this sex party, and we went. Mm-hmm. She's like, I thought I love it because there's a part of me that would thought she would embrace it, and she didn't. So. Already, you know, you 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 slid that door open. So now he's now there. Now we got there's a trust issue there, and that it, that's that's major. And I'm of the mind that once you got a trust issue in your relationship, because now you you've let in, and it's not necessarily a third party, but there's it is a it's a it's not just the two of you. Now we're talking mm-hmm. about this 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 thing that's taken on a life of its own. You let it, you let it in. You, mm-hmm. you guys went now you got to kind of roll with the punches because 
you're not trusting. There's no, they, the trust is is kind of gone. Let's, should she go through his phone? I mean, look, what did my grandmother say? Seeking you shall find. So you're going to look for it. You're going to find exactly what you, what you think you're looking for, which is the proof that he's not being completely upfront and honest with you. He might be going to look, but he might be going to do more things, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously that's, he liked it. Right. So I, this is, it's kind of difficult for me because I've been in, in situations like this. I've seen it and I've been on the other side of it. And it, you know, what I say rings true is you get, once you open that door, you got to be prepared for what's on the other side of yeah. that door. And you know, I, I think, I think in, in certain situations where the snooping isn't, there's no, you know, you just kind of reaching for straws. You just kind of want to see, but I think in this kind of situation where there's evidence, there's clear evidence that he's doing something that he agreed not to do. I would, I honestly, I think I would, cause I need, to, I would need to know. And, but once you find out, you have to be prepared for what you see and move accordingly. You know, this is a, this is a thing where you have, before you start the process <laughs> of snooping and, <laughs> and researching and being a, a private investigator, you got to brace yourself for whatever you're going to find. You got to brace yourself. Cause you, yeah. you, you may find nothing. It may be. Just I don't even think that's the case though. You got to be prepared for the worst. You have to yeah. be because you know you, you kind of op- like you said you open that pandora's box and it could be a whole lot of shit in there mm-hmm. yeah i mean this is you but gotta i i i I, I, can't <laughs> tell, I can't tell you you know i can tell you what i would do i would look because i would have to know it would it would drive me crazy not knowing yeah i think in the end i would look too but i just know i'm gonna find what i think i'm what i think i what I think I'm looking for, you will find it. Mm-hmm. You know, just, that's just, to me, that's just how it works. Like, because number one, he didn't tell you that he was still going. He didn't tell her that he, he was continuing to go. She had to find a charge on the, on a bank state, on a bank statement. So that right there, trust, trust out the window, trust gone. Just and don't, just don't go in there with your house slippers and your house coat on your bonnet. Please. <laughs> Run up in, the revolver in, in your, in your purse, please. <laughs> Yeah, don't go crazy, but be prepared. Brace yourself, you know. Because I've 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 seen that happen. I don't I don't know if you rem- well, I know someone, you know, same the same scenario, and um this time it was the the female that was continuing to go to the club, and guess what happened? Who got shot in his in his butt? Was the the husband the husband or the boyfriend came in mm-hmm. and shot the guy? In oh, his wow. ass, mm-hmm. and the and the guy was a police officer oh, who wow. was married, whose wife didn't know that mm-hmm. he was continuing to go to these clubs. So, mm-hmm. look, we're all consenting adults here, and you've got to be able to really think through situations like this because it it opens a whole other side, mm-hmm. you know. And people, look, we all we all have our 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 likes and you know certain different turns turn ons and you never you you gotta know a person. Yeah. Because you know some of us some of us like to be tickled in the ass. Some of us don't. Some of you know what I'm saying? And you don't know until you're in that situation. And then you gotta figure out, okay, is that is that something I I wanna do in my in my sexual life? Do I want to You know what I, I was just thinking that it's a I think it's a fine line between preference and deviancy. Not saying that this is like a, a a sexual deviancy that he has, but I'm just thinking about what we talked about with the um, with the um, the the what's the guy Buck, mm-hmm. uh, who who likes 
you know, he's, he's gay and he, but he drugs these black men, you know, there's, you know, he can say, this is my preference. I, I like to do this. It turns me on, but it's a deviancy. You know what I'm saying? It's a fine line between it. I, I, I want to be very careful in calling, you know, others, other sex lives, you know, deviant, because to me, it's, it's really a subjective. Like, for example, as nasty as it sounds to get peed on, if it was a, if two people are consenting to do that and that's, that's your thing. And you, you know, you, that's what you do in your private life. To me, that that's what you do in your private life. That's is a it, preference. If when you when you decide to do it with a kid, that's a deviancy. Okay, then I then I see what you're saying. And to me, like then deviancy comes in if you're talking about can are is there consent and right. can the person consent? Then right. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, hmm. So. Um, I hope we we gave some advice, but I mean, you know, snoop away. But girl, let me tell you. Just be prepared. Get your mind, body, and soul prepared. Because he he lied. That's evident. He lied to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one lie is means there's a hundred lies behind that one lie. So Girl, you're gonna pull that thread and the whole the lie that you found the truth out. There's a hundred lies behind it. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. So be prepared. Ooh, you know. And and it's interesting because she said. You know, she went, she thought she was going to like it, and she didn't. And that's probably, I think, how I would feel. Like, it sounds good on mm-hmm. on its face. But to get right. in there, like, no, I'm good. It's cold in here. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> I don't know why it's to me. Right. Everybody don't look how I thought they was going to look. Everybody don't look right. <laughs> people in here looking like chicken, uh, un- uncooked chicken and all kind of stuff. No, I'm good. Right. And that's. That's probably how I feel. You know, it's it's because it's a lot different than in the movies. Like it's uh-huh. so sensual. You're like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> you like I reading all hard to um, a nudist beach, and then I was talking to one of my uh, friends about, it, and it was like, I, people I went. <laughs> I I went before. I went to the one one down here, and and girl, let me. It's one experience you want to do one time in your life, but after <laughs> that, I'm like, this is not. This is not that. This is not it. Like over here, I mean. You know, I I try to keep mine perky, but goddamn, some people <laughs> like, like you tuck those into your belt buckle. Jesus, <laughs> men and women. So I, I have a question. So when they when they're like uh, sitting in common places, are, do they have to have bottoms on, or can you just sit like if you go into a restaurant? You can or- sit. You can sit bucket ass. Are you? It, yeah. I'm a gross. Like, me. I'm a gross. Free, me free ball and free. I mean, it was. It's it's it is something free about it. On my my furniture with no right, right. I gotta put down a napkin or something. I'm like, oh, there is. I do not sit your naked ass on my couch. <laughs> but you know, but yeah, they 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 do it. They're sitting at the bar and everything. It was a it was an interesting experience. I've done it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everybody, it's it's not like the movies. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-mm. Like, oh, my eyes. Give me my eyes back. My <laughs> eyes hurt. <laughs> I can't I see what I saw. It's turning. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. But okay, sis, I think we we try to give you some really good advice. But yeah, yeah, this is <sighs> you didn't you don't open that Pandora's box. You don't open mm-hmm. that can of worms. So mm-hmm. you got you to gotta roll with the punches on that one. All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Where we at? Where we at? I reminisce, I reminisce. I reminisce. So this week is my reminisce. I love this. I mean, when I get to my reminisce, you know, I just, I go down a rabbit hole and I play all my music from a particular time. So I want to bring us back to 
girl, 24 years ago, 1995. Oh, it hurt me just to say it. Uh, Smith and Wesson, Sound Boy Burial came out. That was January 1995. So we all remember that. That was uh, Smith and Wesson, boom, bye, bye to a Sound Boy. And you remember that? Girl, do I? Girl, do I? You can't says the champion set on, you get bugged down. Recognize the boot camp click out of Bucktown. I have seen boot camp click so many freaking times. That was like, that's like one of my favorite groups. I think I I've that. seen them one time with you. I think at least one time because I, I remember mm-hmm. I've, I've seen them maybe twice. It was Ruckin' Rock. Um, yeah. I've seen them out. And this was just, okay, so 1995 was just. This was a time when I was like going to the tunnel on Sunday nights. And then I was going, I think Monday nights was like Cheetah Club. And, um, you know, they were like performing. And this was, you know, it was, everything was about the, it was a very much like a, like a Caribbean vibe to a lot of their music. And you kind of got that vibe. So it was rap music, but it was, you know, tinged with the little, whiny whiny and you know that was so this was just a good time in hip-hop and this song just like brings back so many good memories and it's just still um, knocks man too you can put this on i can listen to this all day long do you understand I'm about to put it on when we finish this up right here because i got it i got it on tap got it on tap so yeah so smith and wesson sound boy burial <laughs> 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 Speaking of I, I reminisce and reminisce, I actually saw um I, over the weekend I went to um Brooklyn Bowl and Slick Rick perform. Girl, it was like girl, I had the time of my life and CL Smooth performed. Girl went crazy. This was this concert was nuts. He brought I would have I would have flown up there for that. Had I known who was going, I would have that was something I would have came to. I would have I would have traveled for that. Girl, and Slick Rick, I, he came out and, you know, we know him for his, all his jewelry and diamonds and all that. But, girl, when he came out, girl, my mouth just was, like, open. He was glistening. Girl, Love diamonds it. everywhere, just sparkling and clear and the clarity of it. I could, girl, amazing. <laughs> uh, amazing. This nigga can still get it. He's probably 60 years old. I love it. <laughs> good time, good time. Good times, good times. All right, all right. So we are now at Support Black Businesses. So this is the segment of the show where we highlight a black business. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities and desire to build awareness of products made FUBU for us by us. So this week, I want to highlight Jasmine Kiana. She is makes a brand of high heel shoes that is actually it has a built-in insole technology that's supposed to take the hurt and the pain out of it. So oh, we all have been there. I know I have a collection of shoes. I got 45-minute heels. I got 30-minute heels. I got an hour and a half heels. That means the the time, the length of time that I could wear them because you know, you know how your foot, your feet just go on to heaven. They just girl, they just you know, know I have given up on high heels, but I might have to revisit because I like heels, but girl, my feet don't at all. <laughs> yeah, so so this so her brand is it's vegan. They're very trendy, fashion forward, very affordable. Um, and she actually was inspired. She said she had went on a trip to Chicago and was walking around, and her feet were like killing her. She said, um, you know, she's originally a scientist, so Virginia Commonwealth University. Ooh, ooh, she oh. graduated from. Yeah, she was working for a Fortune five, uh, Fortune fifty company. Um, but then she saw a need for this product, so that was the inspiration. About, uh, behind Jasmine Kiana. So um, check her out. It's jasminekiana.com. We're going to have the uh, 
I, I'm gonna I'll spell it in the on the on the website on the on the on the on the Twitter. Y'all know what I'm talking <laughs> on about. <the> <laughs> On the, on the Twitter. <laughs> All right. So, yes, Jasmine Keanu shoes. So, have we come to the end? We have. Oh, wow. This is the end. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. So, subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're an Apple Podcast app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, Spotify. Of course, please follow us, like, share, subscribe, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit That's What I'm Saying, the podcast.com. Learn more, send us questions and comments. And, of course, we always have to shout out Fool Night. Shout out, big, big, big shout out to our super producer, Vegas World Inc. You can check him out on Twitter and on Instagram at uh, Vegas World Inc. Champion Sound Weekend Selector. Boop, boop. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. <laughs> Until next week, take care. All right. Peace.